0: this is the home of straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive car pro usa jerry reynolds is the car pro a 35-year veteran of the auto industry and two-time winner of usa today's dealer of the year award his sidekick is kevin mccarthy not the actor not the politician kevin's a radio hall of famer and three-time customer of the year award winner by several car repair shops Here they are now on CarPro USA.
2: Thank you so much for joining us. This is CarPro USA. Our aim here is to help you make good, smart car buying decisions. And here we are the first weekend of the month of April, the first weekend of the second quarter of 2021. And a lot of questions up in the air. One is new vehicle shortages. That's going to be a... It's a problem now, and certain cars it's going to become a worse problem as time goes on. So, if you have got very specific needs, you might consider pulling the trigger now. I expect this this chip shortage thing to go on for you no know, at least 90 more days, uh, and it could go it could go longer. Uh, the other certainty right now is if you've got a trade-in. It is worth crazy big money. I had a special report that I spent a lot of time writing in this week's free weekly newsletter that came out yesterday uh, about used car pricing with specific examples of vehicles that I saw sell at the auction. Uh, I gave you a list of vehicles and what you would lose if you bought one of those today. In other words, what percent of depreciation. Would you suffer if you bought one of these? And it was an eye-opening exercise. I will tell you that. Uh, And then I had another article in that same subtitle about why sometimes used cars will bring more than a new car that's comparable. And I'm seeing it more now than probably ever before. It's compelling information. Subscribe today from the bottom of carprousa.com. We'll get you a copy of it later today. And you can read that in all the other articles that were there. My trusty sidekick, Kevin McCarthy, is with me, of course. How you doing, pal?
3: I'm doing great until I hear you say something like, used cars can bring more than new cars. And I'm going, well, yeah, if you've got a one-year-old vet with 2,000 miles <laughs> on it. Sure. Or if you've got a new Shelby GT500 Mustang that just came out and you bought it at sticker and you can sell it for $20,000 over sure but you're talking about in this case things like a 1-year-old Kia Telluride
2: or an F150 or with you know, 10 or 12,000 yeah, miles bringing right more up.
3: than MSRP
2: yes no I didn't say that I said ever bringing more than you could buy a new one for okay big
3: difference right big difference yes, yes.
2: but it, and I give you all the reasons why and it's just That's it's just crazy. It is crazy. It's a it's a weird time, finishing up the first quarter of 2021, uh, and I'll have I'll have a complete breakdown of the numbers from the first quarter, and so that means everybody reported finally, so you get to see General Motors numbers and Stellantis, Stellantis numbers and all the others out there, so you can really draw some conclusions on what's hot and what's not. The industry was way up this quarter over last quarter. And, of course, we know that as we entered March of last year, we were really in the throes of COVID-19. We didn't know what was going to happen. Dealerships were shut down. They were limited on what they could do. Manufacturing plants for cars were down, and nobody was open. And it it wrecked March sales because people were scared to get out this March. We're in the opposite scenario. America's opening back up and business was good in the month of March. In fact, the whole first quarter is going to turn out to be a great one. But again, I have that for you next week in the CarPro USA newsletter.
3: When we were talking about incentives and what they might be coming up this month with March being so big and with the chip shortage and the Inventory shortages looming ahead. I didn't imagine what you came up with as the solution of splitting the brand's lineup in half, the slow ones and the fast ones.
2: Well, we're, we're at that point where if it's, it's all about day supply, how many of them are sitting on dealers lots. And if it's a slow seller, it got, and this is a general general generalization, but from what I can see so far, and the incentives just came out Thursday. If it's a slow seller, they took money off the fast sellers that are going to be short in supply because it's not needed, and they added it to the slow sellers to make them go away. So, and it, and it, we've seen this before. It's it's nothing unusual. It makes sense. So that's where we are right now, and we'll continue to watch it for you. Let's go to Michael in Carlsbad, California. Hello, Michael. How can I help you?
1: Hey, Jerry. Good morning. I love your show. So I have three quick questions. I have a 2007 Honda Accord. It's a base model with a sunroof. It only has 26,000 miles on it. I was wondering how much you think I might get for that if I you know, sold it. Um, And also, the Toyota Corolla in Southern California, what dealer you think would give me the best deal on a Toyota Corolla? And last question, I heard rumors the Corvette C9 is going to be front engine, and
4: thank you. Happy Easter to you.
2: And same to you, sir. Uh, I'm going to have trouble giving you a used value. They're all over the board right now. But I do have a website you could go to and figure it out that's doing a really good job for my listeners it's give me the vin dot com slash car pro. Give me the vin dot com slash car pro. Now, as far okay. as and, and they'll load up a few pictures and the pertinent information like miles and the VIN. You'll get an offer back in 60 seconds, and it'll be a good all one. Right. Uh, I've got all Toyota right. dealers in Costa Mesa, Pasadena, and Santa Monica, and they're all at my all website right. under certified dealers and. I am hearing the rumor, too, that the C9 Corvette will go back to front engine. I don't know if I believe that yet. They've had such success with this car. Why you would go away from that is just beyond me. There's no reason I can think of that I would say. I
1: wanted to get get your opinion on that because I've heard some bad things about the C8, believe it or not about some of the engines and cosmetic stuff. Is that over exaggerated or
2: Yeah, it is over exaggerated. And there were a few little issues up front when the twenty twenty came out, but since then this car has been absolutely awesome and stunning. And you got a car now they've 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 sold out, we found out this week, they've sold out the twenty twenty one model year already. Uh, so a lot of people who have orders out there are going to end up with a 2022 and it's probably going to be a year year and a half from now i've never seen a car sell out so fast and stay sold out so long i've also never seen a car that when you put a used one in the auction a 2020 model it'll bring 30 grand over window sticker i wouldn't change a thing
0: don't just get new wheels get the right vehicle for how you drive call cherry reynolds the car pro At 1-800-926-7777.
3: Thanks for joining us here at CarPro USA. Looking for the list I printed out just so Jerry would have it handy. The uh, recall list in this week's free CarPro newsletter looked more like a local newspaper's fire and police report than it did a recall list.
2: Yeah, and I don't know what's going on. We're starting to see more of this. Hyundai and Genesis had a big one this week that we gave you a link to look at if you own a Hyundai and Genesis.
3: And these are about cars catching fire.
2: Cars catching fire when they're not on, when they're not running, when the when the ignition's not on. We had a similar situation with uh, some Fiat Chrysler pickups this week. Uh, Kia had this issue just a few months ago where they're telling you don't park your car in your garage because these things can instantaneously combust. And if it's in your garage and you're asleep in your house, next thing you know, you've woken up to flames.
3: You know, there's a psychic thing about that that some people follow. About people who spontaneously combust? Yes. You think maybe they're ghosts and they're in those cars?
2: <laughs> I don't know, but it's 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 something to take serious. And there is a lot more recalls in there this week. You'll always get your recalls from us before you get them from anywhere else. So subscribe to the newsletter so you'll have them, and you can get this week's in your inbox later today. You subscribe from the bottom of CarPro USA. Yvette in Santa Clarita, California. Welcome. How can I help you?
4: Hi. Hi, Yvette. Um, Oh, thank you. (laughs) I'm a first-time caller. I've listened to your show before. I'm interested in getting uh, my son a forerunner. And so far, I'm just so confused um, as to the value. I understand that they hold their value. For instance, he's looking at... Um, a '92 manual for $11,000, 124,000 miles, and then it goes to like a 2001 model for $15,000 at 150,000 miles, and then a 2015 which is $31,000 at 100,000 uh, miles. I, I'm just so confused.
2: Yeah, and I can I can certainly see why you would be they have such a reputation for running forever that there is a there's a low ceiling for prices any any decent old forerunner regardless of age is going to bring 10 grand or more and that's because if you get one with 150,000 miles there could easily be 350,000 more left to go and so they don't—they just don't depreciate at all. What kind of budget were you looking at for him?
4: Well, he's thirty years old, and he's wanting to go use this vehicle for running around mountains because he does climbing and hiking and all that outdoor stuff so I figure instead of taking my Honda out there that he can use a, a better car that's more suitable for that as well as overnight stays and the you know uh, all of that the terrain um, so I'm looking at probably I, I want to get him a used one so he doesn't have to worry about it for one because he has you know expensive gear in it um, So I'm looking at probably
2: anywhere between $15,000 and $20,000 for a used vehicle. Yeah, okay. You can do it. You can find one. Um, I'd probably stay away from that stick shift one because down the road that's going to be really hard to to sell. Nobody wants to shift gears anymore. But if you could find one regardless of year with right at 100,000 miles or possibly less, for 20 grand I'd jump on it as long as it has a clean auto check report and and he can drive that thing for two or three years and likely get his money back so it's cheap driving and virtually just regular routine maintenance these things run forever
4: where do you suggest we look
2: <laughs> well i've got a search engine on the front page at my website carprousa.com and if All you right. find something there, it'll be with one of the dealers that are in my network, and you can bet that they will take good care of you. You can also bet that they will have done their homework. They're careful what they sell, especially to one of my listeners. So try there first. Auto Trader is the second choice. Uh, you could find you'll, you'll find some there. Stay away from Craigslist. You don't want to get caught up in that mess. Uh, so use my website first then Auto Trader, and then as a last resort, because I'm not real crazy about them, CardGurus.com. They, they've got a lot of listings, but they will take money from anybody and will list anything regardless. Of, if, even if they suspect there's something wrong, they'll go ahead and list it, and I really hate that. I appreciate the call.
0: If you have a question, get free advice you can count on from Jerry Reynolds at Car Pro USA. Call
2: 800-926-7777. Up next, Katie from Fort Worth, Texas. Katie, welcome. How can I help you?
4: Hi. Um I I currently have a 2018 Kia Optima and it's been it's been a good car, but now it's burning oil, um, and the dealership has told me that it's right on the cusp where Kia won't um, service it under warranty. Um, so I was, I've was i been looking into getting um, a used um, Honda Civic or Toyota or Corolla instead, but I was wondering what your thoughts were, because I need... A car that's going to be really reliable, um, preferably with uh, good gas mileage because I do a lot of driving and I don't want to have
2: to get uh, another car like every couple of years. Yeah. Uh, Katie, between the two that you're looking at, I think the Corolla long-term has been the more reliable of the two. Uh, And Honda builds a good vehicle. There's no question about that. But they've they've had certain years that things have been hit and miss. And the Corolla, I can take you back 10 years, show you data. It says the Corolla has been an incredibly reliable car with no issues at all. Um, so of those two, I would certainly go with the Toyota Corolla. I would also give some thought to a Toyota Prius and get you about 50 miles to the gallon with that car. And a car that will almost always get you 250,000 miles out of it. And because gas prices have stayed cheap for so long, the resale value on a Prius is low, which is exactly what you want when you're buying a certified or a pre-owned car. So I would seriously give that some thought. If I were sitting in your seat driving a lot of miles looking for long-term reliability, I would be driving a Prius right now. And it's, it's a great driving car with lots of room inside So here's what I would do. Let's get you over to Freeman Toyota. They're in Hearst, not too far from you at all. Ask for BJ. He's the general sales manager there and he loves my listeners. And tell him you want to look at a certified Corolla and you want to look at a certified Prius and drive both and see which one you think. You can't go wrong with either one, but if you're looking for fuel economy and durability, it's the Prius.
3: This yes, baby runs
0: like new. No. Yeah, but for how long? Get your next ride after you talk to Jerry Reynolds at CarPro USA. 1 800 926 7777.
2: This hour, CarPro USA is sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive Save. Over $750 on average. All you got to do to see how much they can save you is go to progressive.com. Tell Flo the Car Pro sent you.
3: Fascinated by the two lists that uh, you had in this week's Car Pro newsletter, Jerry. The 20 slowest selling used vehicles in February yep, and the top 20 slowest selling new vehicles in February. You've always told me that a dealer likes to keep About a 45-day supply, maybe a 60-day supply because he likes vehicles that sell in 45 days. And he wants to have a little cushion of vehicles, right?
2: Yep. And if you're going to be a big volume dealer, 45 days ain't going to get it anymore.
3: Yeah. Well, but I guess you don't want any vehicles on your lot that have over like 100, 150, 160 days average days to sell.
2: No, you don't want that. But uh, you're referencing the the Ford Fusion and the Ford Fusion Hybrid. Both cars have been discontinued, and as the inventory gets lower and lower, and the factory stops supporting the cars with ads, and at some point they, at some point, people. I don't think a lot of people know this, but at some point, when a car is aging, like some some of the 2020s right now. The factory will put big rebates out there on those and leave them out there. And then at some point, they just pull the plug and they pay you a flat fee and tell you it's your problem now.
3: They just pay the dealer for the car? Yeah.
2: No, not or for they... the car. They pay them an, an incentive.
3: Oh, okay.
2: That's not available to the public. So they Dealer get, cash. Yeah, they, dealer cash. Whatever. So... You know, and, and there's no support. And that's where we are today with with Fusion. Ford's paid out all the money they're going to pay out on Fusion. And now it's the dealer's problem.
3: And people always ask me, not always, but frequently, what do they do with all the cars that end up not selling? And your line is?
2: Uh, they all sell.
3: There's a butt for every seat? Or... That's correct. Yeah.
2: They all sell eventually. Nothing happens. The, the dealer's just got to. Keep there's certain things you do in the business. Um, you keep lowering the price. You put spiff money up for your salespeople. That's the most effective way.
3: Hey, let me take you around back and show you this beauty.
2: So if somebody comes in and says, I want a new F-250 Power Stroke diesel. Okay, but let me show you this Fusion Hybrid first. <laughs> because they got $500 riding on it, you know? <laughs>
4: Good luck with that one.
2: That's the way it works. And we talked to Bill in Eastville, California. Hello, Bill.
1: Hi, good morning. Uh, We love your show and I really appreciate your honest opinion. Thank you, sir. I have a trick question. First one, uh, which is the best electric car to purchase or lease? Second one, I have a Mercedes C-Class, which is the other luxury car to lease. And third one, I have a, class mercedes i have only 18000 miles and 10000 left over so dealer can give any um, price back or
2: yeah probably with the used car market the way it is um i'll tell you what do bill go to carprousa.com click on the menu button at the top right and and you'll see my faq page i've got a article there that i've written it's the very first one you come to it's called end of lease options and i would like for you to go through that and read it and understand it it's just it's too much to go through on the radio uh with you right now but I've, i've spelled it out and i've made it real simple step by step here's what you do so follow that and you'll be in good shape on the on the two mercedes on the electric car I do like what Tesla is doing these days, and I particularly like uh, the leasing programs that they have at Tesla. What size electric car are you looking? Large, medium, SUV?
1: Medium, uh, maybe Class S on the Tesla.
2: And that's a good car. Um, Teslas have got some quirks with them, but they hold their value... Like crazy. I mean, just as an example, the article I had this week uh, in the free weekly newsletter about cars that hold their value after you buy them brand new, the Tesla Model 3, somebody would lose 2% in a year if they had bought a Tesla Model 3. And that's unheard of. So in your market in California, they're extremely, extremely. Popular. You could look at the Chevy Bolt, but it's it's pretty small. Uh, if you're not looking for a small car, it or the Nissan Leaf are not going to work. Toyota has got a nice RAV4 Prime that you might give some consideration to. Uh, but I, I think I'd probably focus in on Tesla being you're in California.
1: Okay, thank you. How you, about the luxury car? Any luxury car?
2: Well, my favorite right now is the Genesis G eighty. It has been such a such a wonderful car. Fantastic excuse me, fantastic warranty. Um rides and drives like a dream. And it's about twenty thousand dollars less than a comparable Lexus or Mercedes. And I think it's just as nice. So give that some thought. Drive one of those. Everybody that I have suggested look at a Genesis has just been blown away. And, I mean, it's almost like they didn't know about it. They had no idea that there was such a thing. And then when they get behind the wheel and they look at the 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty, <coughs> excuse me, jeez, they look at the concierge service. So you never have to take your car in. They come get it and pick it up. They look at three years of free maintenance. And, again, they'll come pick your car up and do the maintenance and bring it back to you. I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer to me. Uh, there is a bigger one. There's a G90. If you were going to try to compare to the LS500 from Lexus or the S550 from Mercedes, there is a G90. Uh, but to me, the G80's got plenty of room, and I think it's a little easier to drive, and it's a little less money up front. So I hope I have helped you. I hope I have given you some some things to think about there. And I've got, uh, I've got good dealers for all those at my website under carprousa.com. This week, I've had the 2021 Honda Ridgeline Sport package. Nice little pickup. And I, I said it on the Dallas show earlier, but I think I've been finally able to wrap my head around the fact that this is a pickup. I have said in the past, uh, in previous year models, Yeah, it's not really a pickup. It's nice. It rides good. You can put stuff in the bed, but it's not really a pickup. Well, they've stepped a game up. This thing will tow 5,000 pounds now, and you can put 1,500 pounds in the bed, and that's better than Tacoma, Ranger, or Colorado. So they've really done a good job with this thing. It's still a little quirky for me in some ways, Uh, I knocked it hard in the review that I did because uh, this thing's got no blind spot monitoring and it's not available. And, boy, to me, that would be a deal killer. But otherwise, it's great. The review will be up Monday at CarPro USA.
0: If you're buying your first truck or SUV, let Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro, help you. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.
3: Jerry had a follow-up article about the Barrett-Jackson auction from last weekend. And in case you follow our Facebook page, Classic Car of the Weekend, the Shelby Cobra from last weekend happened to sell for, uh, well, I think it was $5.5 million, plus maybe the buyer's fee on top of that at the Barrett-Jackson auction.
2: Yes, it did. Yeah. Much sought after Carol Shelby owned car, which makes all the difference in the world. Sure. Um, Just curiosity's sake, because I I
3: don't. Oh, yeah. Oh, I I know what's coming. I don't
2: think I've looked. How
3: how did our videos do this week? How did
2: our videos do this week? (laughs) Well,
3: let's see. Yours uh, beat me by about 25%. Oh. Or, you know, less if you want to look at the actual numbers, but.
2: You're a little closer than usual.
3: Wasn't bad. I mean it was a great scene. You gotta admit, if you watched that scene and if you saw the movie Ford versus Ferrari, that was some good movie making that
2: was a good movie. I enjoyed yeah. it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But alas. You- alas,
3: you you got a giant what was it, a three fifty? Yeah. A three fifty pickup <coughs> truck dangling by a chain from a bridge over a river.
2: Can you, can you imagine the panic? Of those people when that truck goes over the bridge, it's a 100 foot down to the gorge, and you've got a safety chain on the back of your truck.
3: That happens to catch.
2: That catches on the guardrail, and that three-ton truck dangles.
3: I bet it was kind of an abrupt halt as you were on the way down to the bottom of the gorge. Yeah, but
2: I, I bet you felt... I bet you felt good about it.
3: Oh, yeah. How
2: about we talk to Lloyd in Manhattan Beach, California? Hello, Lloyd. Hi,
1: Jerry. Good morning. How are you?
2: I'm good, brother. What can I help you with?
1: Well, I have a question about the Chevrolet Bolt, um, the 2021 versus the 2022 that's coming out Mm -hmm. at the end of the quarter. Um, The... 2021's here in Los Angeles and I even looked at a few dealerships in Northern California have some really great incentives on a one payment lease. Yes, they do. While I don't while I don't qualify for the bonus cash from having a GM lease or a GM vehicle in my family, um, I'm a little torn to the fact that I want to go electric and I'm a decisive person, but I don't know if I should wait just for the fact that the incentives are so great. The drawback is I don't like the interior with that white styrofoam looking panels compared to what the 2022 and their EUV version. But having a one-time payment lease for between around $7,500 and an incentive that I could get after a rebate from the state for about $2,500 it seems like it makes a lot of economic sense for three years or so where I feel like the technology may be changing with the batteries. Oh, but for sure. I don't know what's going to happen in when the new vehicles come out, you know, are they going to go much closer to MSRP and will business be a lot swifter then? So I call to get your opinion on that. You know, it's
2: going to come down to one thing, Lloyd, what's gas prices do? And they've been on the rise. We've seen a little stabilization in the last two weeks, but, primarily they've they've shot up pretty good and and there may not be an end in sight to that so if gas prices go up then the incentives go down on electrics and also hybrids it it never fails so
1: i didn't i didn't i didn't think about that correlation
2: yeah it's it's amazing and i always tell people buy buy electric or hybrid when gas prices are cheap And they'll they'll continue. The cars will be cheap, and the opposite is true too. I believe I could look at those seats for three years, given the deal that's out there on the twenty twenty ones. So, if it were me, I'd do that. Three years from now, this is going to look completely different to you, and there'll be a lot more choices too.
0: Every new car looks great, but it has to fit you. Help before you buy or lease, call CarProUSA.
3: 1-800-926-7777. Oh, it's an old TV show. There are a million stories in the Naked City, and we got one at CarProUSA.com. Of course, we hope they're wearing clothes in the San Fernando Valley, where a listener who had been looking, well, no, he wasn't a listener, pardon me, guy who had been looking and looking for a certain type of Cadillac CT5 for a month and a half, and had had a really bad experience with two dealers and one that just gave him the runaround. He was telling his his tale of woe to a friend of his, and his friend said, haven't you heard of CarPro? Dude. So he decided to give it a try. He contacted Phil Isbell, the owner of La Quinta Cadillac, through our website. Phil called him the next day. He didn't have this car, whatever this special car was that he wanted either. But the next day he he found one. Huh. Set it up an appointment uh, two and a half hours away. Phil wasn't there, but his colleague, Rosemary, was there to receive him, and as soon as he walked into the dealer, she knew who he was, welcomed him with great fanfare, showed him the vehicle, no time at all, in this case a day and a half, instead of a month and a half, he was driving home afterwards, and it was one of the best drives he and his mom had had in years.
2: Which Cadillac did he buy, did you say? Uh,
3: the CT5. Oh, nice. Good choice. I don't know why his mom and he had such a good conversation on the way back, but... Maybe if the Cadillac had some magic powers.
2: i tell you what, right now, if you want a new Escalade, you better buckle down. Why? Because there ain't none of them out there. They're selling as fast as they come in. And when I watch the auction prices, and I think I listed one in the special used car pricing report I had in this week's newsletter, but these things at the auction are bringing 10 grand over sticker, and they're used. They're very short in supply.
0: Wow. Sometimes selling your car yourself is better than trading it in. Jerry Reynolds can help you know which to do. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777.
4: People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation.
0: Alrighty, righty, I'm Mark Goodman. And
1: I'm Alan Light.
0: On today's podcast, Bauhaus and Love and & Rockets member David J joins to discuss his new box set of tracks from the attic.
1: Plus, a bunch of news on Eminem's next release. The Stones open their Hackney Diamonds tour, the Alarm cancel their spring dates, and our girl Taylor continues to torture the charts.
3: We do have uh, our new music
0: picks of the week, of course. It's Sound
1: Up. Get it on Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.